I got a message for your American buddy. I'm your wife, dammit! Ah, we'll have to go up to the wives in the library or the supermarket and say hello. I am new here. I know, George, you think I don't know anything, but I know people. I get 18 years of my life to stand in the same spot as you. You wanted your file? I found you your file. You wanted out? I got you out. You needed money? I found you some. Now, let's face it here. I've got to, you know, latch on to something in my life. Oh, yeah, you no use to try to sweet talk me, Miss Scarlet. I knows you ever since I put the first pair of diapers on you. Who was gonna love me? Who, who was gonna make me feel good? I wish I had a mother like me instead of nice. Nice gets your shit. I got a two-inch thick solo in steak. Sit and defrost it right this minute. When you and Guy come over and supper with us tonight, what do you say? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Best Supporting Podcast where we are continuing to queen out on NBC's musical theater disaster masterpiece, Smash. My name is Colin Drucker and it's hot in here. It's really hot in here. It's like hell on earth in here. And my name is Nikachanov and get off the freaking stage. And today we have an extra special guest. She is my OG smash-watching partner in crime, the the Julia to my Tom, if you will. She is one half of the We Love to Hate podcast, Dynasty, and Total Request podcast. She's wearing her Marc Jacobs sunglasses, and let's pray to God she's not a Republican. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast, Amanda Kaczynski. Hello, and thank you for letting me force my way onto this podcast. I, I mean, no. truly welcome. forced my way Welcome to hell on earth, on. Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everybody, let's be bad. Let's be bad. <laughs> let's be bad. Oh, you know what? You know, I, I have to thank you for noting that and just let the soundboard know that it's here. All right, everyone, let's be bad. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes. Uh, So I'm so happy you're here, even though you are you are not part of my because this is my Smash origin story. But I feel like part of my understanding and appreciation of Smash is imagining 2012 Nick and Amanda watching Smash. So I'm so happy you're here. Oh, it It was was just magical. It was the worst of times. It was. We just. It was just something to look forward to every week. There was just something so perfect about that show and how bad it was, but how also geared it was that I don't think has been captured other than and just like that. That's the only thing I compare it, yeah, can compare a good it to. Comparison, to be honest. Yeah. I agree. I feel like this is, you know, because I'd seen I'd seen like six episodes of Smash a thousand years ago and I don't remember them. Um, but I felt like doing it again this time for this podcast. And just like that is the only other show that gave me this feeling that like, what the fuck? And it just keeps chugging along and getting weirder and weirder. And I can't look away. But like, you don't want it to get better. No, no. Like, that's that's the thing with and just like that. I'm so nervous. Season two is going to go the way of Smash that Mm -hmm. it'll get better. I don't want it to get any better. I want Jay Diaz to continue to haunt my dreams every night yeah they do a ton of weed you know a ton of weed so uh, i know that much i mean they're not smoking pot in the park with mason and his vibrator but they do a ton of weed what is that what is that thing that deborah messing said you don't you do you understand what i'm in the middle of oh <laughs> oh that she says me hold on used to quote we got it i've got oh, you okay. you know what i'm in the middle of <laughs> You know what I'm in the middle of. Strange line reading, but okay. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. You know what I'm in the middle of. I know what you're in the middle of, and it sucks. It yeah. sucks, and I think you suck. 
the, these lines live in my head red free yeah oh my god it's so good I, well admits the admits the i'm trying to say amidst and i keep saying admitst i don't know Are you what's trying going to say on. emits uh no i'm just gonna say in the, in the <laughs> rubble of all of the you know the dumpster fire that is smash who do you feel like sticks out to you in this show name three people if you can are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you, Amanda. Sorry, oh, that wasn't. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. she looks terrified, ladies. <laughs> but I'm okay. I'm gonna put these two together because they run as a unit. But okay. Bangs, who you guys call Bangs, Jessica, uh-huh. and the guy, uh, Bobby, Dennis yes. or Bobby. Dennis is nice. Like Bobby. Bobby is Wesley Taylor from the Broadway. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so him. So those two like kind of live together. Yes. Deborah Messing. Oh no! You know what? Me and Nick always used to just love Brian Darcy James on that show. I mean, this is his episode. I think he's Darcy. Darcy. <laughs> he's really good. He's giving us acting. He finally got his moment. Yeah, yeah I you... finally understand why he's on this show. Yeah. Colin, wait until you get to. I think it's. I think it's the either the penultimate episode of season one or the finale. But there's this moment that I will never forget where Brian Darcy James comes to visit the show and he hugs Deborah Messing and he's like looking at Will Chase and it's like the That's most in a previous episode ever. actually. Unless he does it again. He no, did it it's the... I think it's in the last episode because he doesn't again? even know about the affair before. Because it sounds very much like the episode of the workshop, okay. Colin. Well, maybe right? he's just really bad at hugging. He does have some weird hugs, the and guy. there is a weird <laughs> one at the workshop. Hugger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah there, there's some weird hugs. Um, <laughs> we'll follow the journey. Yeah, but no, this was very much Queen Frank's episode. I, I have clips. I was Ooh. so proud. I was just, it was like he was giving me the Beatrice Strait in network I have been waiting nine episodes for. Mm. Yeah, he does get to to really give it to Julia. And whenever yeah. you have a clip, Colin, just, you know, interrupt. Say, hey, I got a clip, so hey, 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 quit hey, your hey, yapping. Hey, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, my son is gay. Hey, <laughs> my son is gay. <laughs> God. <laughs> gay. <laughs> you're gay, you're gay. Hey. <laughs> oh, you're gay, you're gay. <laughs> well, shall we get into it? Are, are you both yes. ready to take the journey? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Can I just um, say when I when I yeah. looked up how, like you know how like uh, when you try when you have to watch a show you have to look up like how to watch it am I gonna watch this on YouTube am yes. I gonna but oh boys I already owned both seasons of this on Amazon Prime I didn't even remember nice I have it on DVD I had to switch <laughs> I discs know your today. brother brought it for you Chris yes he did that's all I wanted for one Christmas it was it was awesome. Well, I bought season one on Prime. I feel like I don't know why I haven't bought season two yet, yeah, but I think it. I'm just. I wouldn't. I know. I I I know because I feel like I'm gonna want more, but I'm also of the same mind of like, no, I want to keep the season one. Yeah, flavor. it ends at season one. Yeah, so I like season um, two. I think there's some good nuggets, but I get it. Yeah, okay. it's like they they tried to make it. You know, they they went in a whole different direction, just like Derek tried to do a few episodes ago. Oh, that was last yeah. week. I don't know. That why. was last that week. Feels so long ago. Jeez. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, ju- 
Yeah, go just for it. Just before Colin. we jump in, I just want to, I always keep us updated on the scarf count. I have to yes. say, this is a huge disappointment. Honestly, in retrospect, I should have been doing an, a collective scarf count for all of the characters. I was misled by how many scarves Julia Houston would be wearing this season. She's at 19 scarves at the beginning of the episode, and we don't get another scarf. We get an ugly vest, but we don't get another scarf. Well, speaking yeah. of vests, uh, Deborah Messing, I don't think, wears any scarves in this episode, but she does wear a vest. That's, yeah, it's that brown one. That it's brown vest. Awful. That brown vest. <laughs> what season? Brown vest. How did I miss it's the brown vest? It's where she comes in where she's like, when he's singing that Brooklyn Bridge song, and oh, she's yes. like, I was just, you know, it's hard to find a title. <laughs> Of a musical. And he's you know like, how it is. I know everything <laughs> from this piece of sheet music. I can't wait. Yeah, the Brooklyn Bridge. I can't, Put a pin can't in wait it. wait to talk about that scene. Yet. <laughs> yeah, well, we do not get any uh, martini throws this or a Manhattan, whatever it happens to be. I, I, I mean, in my mind, do you feel like there are more drinks thrown in Jerry's face, Amanda? Or have we plateaued? Like to your no, recollection? No, th- there there are no more. I promise there aren't. Because I I, oh. re- I remember us discussing this. Okay, it was like okay. a thing that I think they started for like episode one and two. Yeah. And then they were like, no, that's too far. Yeah. Only we don't five, we don't want to go too campy on this. Yes. God forbid. Yeah. God one republic forbid. will be here in a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> one republic. <laughs> All right. Well, this is season one, episode nine, and it is called Hell on Earth. Get it? Because the show's heaven on earth. Uh, and ah. we open, yeah, we open with Karen. <gasps> oh, I didn't even realize that. So Amanda. the Broadway show she's in is called Heaven on Earth. Yes. I mean, that, okay. do they say it at all this episode? I feel like it was in the previously on Smash, but maybe that's not, Watching that's only offered on the like DVDs. Watching fever dream. You're not, you're yeah. not actually collecting information as oh, you're watching it. Cataloging <laughs> all the live long day. Yeah. So Karen is trying on two different pair of sunglasses and Dev calls her the girl next door during the first pair and then a slut in the second pair, which I thought was so out of left field. Doesn't age well. No. Yeah. And I and I believe this is his only scene in the whole episode. It is, right. Yeah. 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 We always get Dev in the apartment or a town hall. Yes. Yeah. yeah that, that's the only places Dev exists. And he is always in some semblance of a suit. He's always kind of on his way to something. He's just, mm-hmm. he's stumbling. He's 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 got he's he's got to go. He's got to go. Uh, yeah. Colin, Nick texted me, and I won't spoil this, but Nick texted me like, make sure you don't tell Colin a about couple things something. like about what's I, going on. I teased it a couple weeks back. <laughs> yeah. So I I have yeah. You're yeah, gonna but... your mind's gonna be blown, but it's also gonna just make so much sense when it happens. <laughs> I can't wait. I've been really savoring the the spoiler free because it's like I am never going to have this experience again. You know what I mean? Of like, I'm never going to have the purity of hitting play on a new Smash episode and going, okay, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And so I just need to like marinate in that as long as possible. Yeah. Oh, God. So we pop over, you know, she's going to an audition. This is Karen, and she's going to see if she can pick up a few shifts from Leanne. I guess she still has that waitress job somehow. Sure. Deb yeah. gives her a smooch. Across town, Ivy reaches over Derek to shut off her alarm. She also has an audition. The same one. Dun, dun, so dun. they're still, because they're the same type. They would be, they're such right. the same type that they'd be in every audition together. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we're looking for a woman. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like they would say blonde or brunette. Would they be that specific, though? Just it, in general, they're not anywhere near the same type. But they would never Marilyn be up for Amanda. the same role, I don't think. They already have been. 
Have you seen the show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it a few times. <laughs> uh, and at the Houston household, Frank May made an incredible breakfast spread, I will say. I saw pancakes, bacon, bananas, orange juice. And it's that classic, like, TV, like, a kid runs in. And he, and Leo grabs a piece of bacon and Julia takes a <laughs> few a strawberries. Piece of to- yeah, a piece of... Puts a piece of toast in his mouth. Gotta run, mom. Yeah. I would like <clears> take <throat> a pancake and wrap it in bacon and run. <laughs> what about you, Colin? I, it's, that's exactly it. Maybe if I can like quickly like swipe it through some syrup on my way out. Ooh. Just, just because. There's uh, always time for breakfast. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yes. It's my favorite meal of the day. And yeah, I I just had a bagel right before. Uh, you can have breakfast anytime you want. That sounds yeah. so good. <gasps> Frank asks as Julia's running out where the adoption papers are. And I wrote, this is still happening. I guess they're still doing that. (laughs) I forgot about the baby. I'll tell you that much. Yes, Leo didn't. He did not. My baby sister, she's waiting for us. She's waiting for us, mama. And the social worker, mama. (laughs) (laughs) So we bounce over to Tom and John. Uh, He's worried about Ivy not responding since he told her last episode that they're going with the star from Maryland. And John tells Tom, basically, their schedules aren't really matching up. And there's a party. Oh, no, this is actually where John spills the beans that he is a Republican, a gay Republican. Thoughts? Yeah. Uh, Did those exist anymore? Like in this in like 2022? I feel like they could exist more in 2012 than now i feel like there was like a very <clears throat> a very kind of small group of like gays for trump but they may have mostly been kind of doing it for for like instagram um right yeah i mean i amanda question for you and you know don't spoil anything though i kind of know that things might not end happily ever after with republican republican john i am a big team john i love john do you like john did you what's your feelings on john as a love interest for john is the republican yes he's like there's nothing wrong with him at all right i think he's great i think he's super charming i think even with like how even with this episode and the revelation of him being republican he's not like murica about it he's just like yeah okay well i mean this is what I do. Like, he's yeah. not being ridiculous about and it. And he seems to be a Republican for gay people. Like, it seems like there probably should be more gay people who are in the Republican Party to kind of steer it in the, a better direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see that. If like, well, the only way it changes is the people who are in it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they go to like the benefit is for like, I, you see like a couple holding hands. And I feel like I would imagine the guy who he's like promoting is a friend of his that is gay and supposedly like running for office, I, right? Yeah, running for like some congressional yes. seat, and he was his old college roommate. So oh, I yeah. can only imagine, yeah, the, the hand jobs that went on yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in that dorm room, or just Yikes. like the mutual jerk offs. Oh, I've, oh, tons of them, so many. <laughs> Just looking at each other from across the bed and then uh-huh. not talking about it the next day. That yeah. intense, that intense stare. To JFK. Yeah, he's never mentioned again. <laughs> Jerking off the JFK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Frank is upstairs looking for the adoption papers and he finds a song. The morning sun just peeking over his shoulder. Um, and This has never made any sense to me. Yeah. Ever. Colin, what do you think? I need someone to explain. Yeah, Colin, can you explain this to us? How the hell 
he figured this out. No, I have. Uh, this was. I, I think I was hoping you guys might know because uh, this, like, <laughs> no. you're, you know, you're the singers, you're the music folks. I was like, can you tell from lyrics if somebody's cheating? Like, is that a thing? It is a is, stretch. Is there a cheating key? You know, there's a Maryland key. Is there yeah. a cheating key? Maryland on the Brooklyn Bridge. What is this? What he is dro- this? He drops all the music. It should have been like a shot from underneath him with all the music fluttering to the floor, and then he like passes out. Does not uh, make sense. No. It, yeah, it I, really does. I just don't get it. Especially because he didn't know about the previous affair. Now I feel like if he'd known about the previous affair. Then mm-hmm. maybe the lyrics could have, like, maybe there was a Brooklyn Bridge incident that he knew about, but he didn't even know that they were hooking up years ago. Yeah, so everything. There's nothing to indicate that he, that this had happened. Yeah, everything that we see is that he's oblivious and just thinks Michael's a yeah. nice guy. We needed one of those, like, suspicious looks, you know what I mean? One of those, like, furrowed brow moments in the last episode, you know? Yeah, I mean, they've been not obvious or they have been obvious excuse me about every like and they should have just had frank walk down the street getting a bagel in the morning and watching them just like make out outside of the rehearsal space like right come on i saw you with her you know one of those (laughs) i love that scene from the workshop episode where ellis tells angelica houston about it and she goes stop I'm not going to pretend that this is an in, 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 this important is information. Valuable information. Yes, yeah. because it is. But you'll never work in this town again. Yes, <laughs> I love that. I do love when she lets Ellis have it. She gets a scene like that later, actually. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so we are at a diner now. Sam and Ivy are there, and Ivy like spills all her pill bottles out from her purse onto the table. So I wrote down all of these. I think I got them all. There's prednisone, Ambien to help her sleep because the prednisone was keeping her up, clonopin for the anxiety, and lorazepam, which I don't even know what that is. Um, but this sounds wild. Also, if you're on yeah. this many pills, you're not going to just pour them out on the table like that. Like, I feel like you'd be a little more discreet about it. Right, maybe you'd have like one of those little like day of the week little pill boxes, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> yes. Um, and like lorazepam is like another it basic I think it's like a like a clonopin or a Xanax. So like they've got her on like multiple anti-anxiety pills. Like that it, it's nuts. It's, it's, it's just, too much. Yeah. Who is this doctor, you know? Clonopin is the thing that the paramedics injected into me when they came uh when I broke my ankle. Whoa. And like oh, that wow. that shit hits. Nice. I mean, Ooh. Yeah, if oh I felt good. I didn't know that you could inject clonopin. I've only known it as a little pill, but I would oh, imagine that it, would hit. They put it right in there. That's Canada. Awesome. Canada, you Canada. know? <laughs> no charge, man. I paid $35 man. for the uh, ambulance. Whoa. Jesus. Uh, that would be more. like $3,500. Yeah. This is yeah. like Oh, I know. Unrelated. And the hospital stay was $0. My cousin, um, she's okay now. Everything's fine. But she had like a blood clot in like each lung. It was very scary. So they had to... Um, take her from a helicopter to one hospital to I'm like Jesus hospital, hospital to another hospital and guess just like guess how much the helicopter ride was just like $65,000 okay uh Colin what do you think 
I'm going to, I mean, that's probably not unreasonable, but I'm going to just lowball it just for the sake of a range and say like 13,000. It was $56,000. No. Yeah. And the, the, like the one hour she was in the ICU, one hour folks was $21,000. But her husband. She's going to be paying that off the rest of her life. No, her husband works for the government. He like, he's so high up that like only she knows where he goes when he goes on like work trips. Like before they were married, she, they, he couldn't tell her where he was going. So he has like the best insurance. I think they ended up paying like a thousand dollars total out of pocket. So yeah, healthcare in America, folks. I was in the yeah. hospital for 36 hours, I think. And I ended up, my total bill for everything, including my like cast, which is out of pocket, that was $13. So it was like 50 bucks. Oh I my God. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's like a frozen I, pizza target. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I could fall and break my leg going to pick it up, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> well, here's the other thing too, is like prednisone, it can be an everyday thing. Like my mom who has rheumatoid arthritis, like takes it... But it's it's kind of I don't want to say it's like Tylenol, but it is like for yeah, isn't it more of an antibiotic? It's I like thought? an anti-inflammatory. Like right. so, it's like for when she lost her voice, it's like you take it, and she even said on that episode, first dose, six pills. I, I can't sleep. I, I I'm sweating. I I and she like goes in this whole monologue. And <laughs> yeah, I don't it's think that would typically happen. like a Z pack. It's six five four three two one, and then you're done. So I don't know why this escalated, but. I mean, we wouldn't have had this episode if, if it didn't. Yeah, well, because but... it's on NBC. And like, as you guys have talked about, this was supposed to be on what Showtime or something. Yeah, that's what you had said, Nick, was that this. Yeah, was I think so. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel yeah. like no one would have watched it on Showtime. We wouldn't have watched. So it. I'm sure that if it had been on Showtime, they would have prescribed or something. Grittier. Yeah. Yeah. Like way greater. Yeah. Cocaine. Yeah. She'd have a fentanyl patch. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, Sam just tells her to be okay. She feels judged, though. And then uh, that's kind of the end of that scene. Now we're in Eileen's office, and Ellis is listing off some celebrities that could play Marilyn. We have Anna Paquin. Chelsea Wood? Who is Chelsea Wood? Does I... I I have no idea. I thought that was one of those like Random theater Broadway Easter guys. eggs. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I'll Google it. Yeah, yeah. then we have Anna Ferris, Rebecca Duvall, and Kate Winslet. And then Derek's like, Kate Winslet. I mean. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, in what world is Kate Winslet giving you Marilyn Monroe or musical star? There was, I could see Kate Winslet as, as Marilyn. There was, I could maybe see it, like, with the right wig. Uh, but also, like, there was a rumor that she was supposed to come. She was supposed to be in A Little Night Music, the revival with Catherine Zeta-Jones. As who? I have no idea. Was she going to be Desiree then? Like the Catherine Zeta-Jones She's too young to be Desiree. she is. How old is she now? I mean, I guess Catherine Zeta-Jones is not that much older, though. It's all right. You're saying how old is Kate Winslet? Yeah. Kate Winslet's probably 45? I feel like she might be 49 or 50. I guess Desiree could be 45, though. Well, Kate Winslet is forty-seven. Okay, and this and that was like so. a long time ago. Either way, rumors. Let's uh, not get into Sonic. Yeah, don't get me a Nick on Sonic or Colin. Really? Sure. I mean, Colin's yeah, I could talk about Company. Yeah, <laughs> I could talk about the original cast recording of Company. Yes. Yeah. And Into the Woods, which I watched the other oh. uh, last night at two a.m. When I had oh, the that's right. Oh, that's right. Oh, that does feels like a cozy two a.m. thing to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Eileen is still fishing for a title. Uh, she does like spirit fingers. She's like, I still want a title. Oh, those little, <laughs> yeah. those, those fingers. I was like, what are these little, it's like she was summoning them. It was very the witches. Hey, I have an idea for a title for this show. Marilyn. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Book Isn't that what they've been print. calling it? Yeah. Just call it Marilyn. Everyone has called right it Marilyn across. up until now. Yeah. But I do like Bombshell, you know, Bombshell. Yeah, Bombshell's bombshell. fine, but like why are they having such a hard time with this? Because Julia Call doesn't, it Marilyn. Julia doesn't write. She just stares off. <laughs> she never does. She's never doing anything. Yeah. No. Just write about Michael Swift, just coding her affair into a song. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> On the Brooklyn Bridge. On the Brooklyn Bridge. So everyone leaves, and uh, the only two that are left are Eileen and Derek. And basically, Eileen tells Derek to grow a pair because his abstract version of the musical bombed. And Derek says, I want to finish script before he moves forward. And uh, Eileen, she like pages Ellis, and she's like, get me Doug Hughes. And then she, I wanted her to like turn around and just like stare out at the city. I, I feel like Eileen should always, every scene she has, she should be turned around in a chair and then, like, slowly swivel back around for, for her first line. It kind of reminds me, do you remember the, the cartoon Inspector Gadget? And yes, how, like, of course. The, and, the, and the, like, the main character, I mean, bad guy, you never saw his face. Dr. You only ever saw him in the, Yeah, and you only ever saw his claw and him cat? sitting. He did have a cat, did he, did yes. Cat? Okay, yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah. yes. <laughs> But you never saw his face. And I feel like Eileen is just serving lots of Dr. Claw. Yes, Dr. Claw. Uh, that's great. Uh, so Ivy shows up at Actors' Equity. Oh, wait. Uh, for uh, what's it? Tom's like, as much as you don't want to admit it, uh, Tom and Julia need more time with the, with the score. I'm like, but isn't the show done? Yeah, they, they had a I, full show. I thought so, yeah. Now, apparently, I, mean, I don't know. I... That is a very good question. I think that is the $64,000 question is at what point do they have a full show? Yeah, they did the workshop. What do they say? Like, we're just going to skip some scenes because we only have two thirds of it done because of Julia. Right. Because of Julia. And then, yeah. and then Karen fell off that thing. Hilarious. So Ivy's at this audition. The monitor is extremely bitchy to her as... I don't right. want to say all monitors are, but most. Uh, and she opens They're the door. They're all pretty over it. Yeah. She opens the door and lo and behold, Karen is also there. And they both drop sunglasses. Act one sunglasses. And then she shuts, She tries to go in and the people, you can hear the people in the room going, she's perfect. Yes. Like, perfect oh, it's awful. For an orange juice commercial? <laughs> yeah. What's <laughs> define perfect? Because she seems tired, and it seems like someone who needs a glass of OJ in the morning. You know, like we need someone to look like a tadpole in that green suit. Yeah, Yeah. we need somebody who's clearly never done a commercial before and has zero experience, and we're gonna have to walk through the whole thing. Yeah, she was perfect. Slams door in Ivy's face. I. (laughs) It's so broad. It it feels like a like a beat. It just feels like such a. It's just an incredibly broad beat to say, oh, no, she's got the job. You don't. She was perfect. Slam. Yeah, they're really hammering in the uh, reasons for Ivy to want to kill Karen this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, why is Ivy still dating Derek, by the way? I don't think we've uh, he's like discussed a, that. He's poison. He's like a manipulator. 
Yeah, yeah, he's got his hooks in her again. I feel like it. Uh, Derek and Ivy this whole season. I I keep mentioning every episode. It's, it's just the classic narcissist and their victim. It's just like you love bomber and then gaslight her and then make her feel like shit and then be the one to lick her wounds, rinse, repeat. But he never really know? even got. She never even got the love bombing. He was a she, prick yeah. to her from the beginning. Yeah, well then he'll he'll be like, actually, you were really good as Marilyn, and you are very talented, and then right. just like just to make a meal out of that, you know what I mean? Yep. And then the opening credits hits. The orchestra's warming up. Yeah, we're uh, really at the opening credits. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we had, we, had, <laughs> we had a lot of Christ. lot of prescriptions to set up. Um, okay. Well, obviously this episode is on the main feed uh, for free this week. I think it only makes sense. We have best supporting Amanda here. Yes. I think, <laughs> and we're not doing the Westons this week. It's it's really a two for one deal. But I, you know, just a minor plug. If you want to hear the rest of these episodes uh, and the rest of the season, you want to hear, you know, the other ones that we just did, the other eight episodes, and then the other, you know, ten episodes. I don't know how many episodes we're going to do. The point is they're all on Patreon at patreon.com slash bsapod. Uh, join us there. We also get early access to our main episodes every week and our undying love and affection. But anyway. Uh, I am a subscriber, man, Jody. We subscribe to you. Uh, Thank you. It's an instant click every time it comes up. So after her odd dish, Karen pops over to the cafe to talk to Leanne about picking up some shifts. And Leanne is like, I wish she had a cigarette in this scene. She's like, yeah, so Marilyn didn't work out. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, every waiter and waitress smokes. Or in in today's day, she'd have a vape pen. Yes. She'd be vaping it up. Yes. Like one of Leanne the big is, honking ones. Go ahead, Colin. Yeah, yeah, when, but that has like the huge cloud. Yes. Yeah. Leanne is, um, and for some reason, those vape pens always have a clicking noise. And I don't know what that's they about, do. but I needed to mention that. Um, she is one of my favorite characters of Smash. I don't know what it is about her, but I'm obsessed with Leanne. I feel like she is packing a lot into a very small role. And, you know, when they're talking about this workshop and, you know, what's going to happen in the future and, you know, they, they tell you to wait and we'll see what happens. And when she has this, like, very knowing way that she says, oh, sometimes they stay that way forever. Yeah. And you think, oh, what it's was like, Leanne's what's Leanne's life? backstory? Is she a retired actress as well? That's what I assume is now she's just stuck doing the shifts at the cafe. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, and I, I, I agree with Ivy in the fact that, because at one point Ivy walks in and she goes, God, that girl, it's so annoying. She just walks in everywhere and she gets everything. I'd be annoyed too, because Karen does just seem to kind of wander around life and things just happen for her. So she goes to her old job that has been holding this 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 job for her for, I guess, eight weeks. Yeah. And she's asking for shifts and Leanne's talking to her. Then she gets this part, and she's like, "Yay, I got the part! Bye!" Right. So Leanne's oh, like, "That's right. Okay, so you're not gonna take my shifts." Then. Right. Exactly. So Saturday, that means you're not available <laughs> yeah, so you're to do not brunch. Then. Yeah. 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 Got she's it. Like, okay. Fifi, I tried to hug you though, and then Karen just walks I tried away. to hug you though. <laughs> Does that little hand while Fifi walks away? <laughs> like everything's just falling into Karen's lap. It is annoying. Yeah. I exactly. I feel like. Uh, I needed to see a moment of this friend being like, well, what the fuck? You know, uh, why am I hugging you? Why am I happy about this? You just said you would take like my shifts for the next four days. So you're not doing that now. Thanks. Yeah. I canceled my babysitter. Yeah. But okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
So we are at Tom's apartment. Julia is there. They're brainstorming titles for the show. They throw out Deal Breaker. And like, it's one of those like, I don't know, it feels like Gilmore Girls. And then Tom's like, John is a Republican. And like, Julia keeps like, naming titles that are oh, it is work. very gilmore girls and, this, style, this and dialogue for sure it's like they kind of talk about it and like colin you were saying too or maybe amanda was saying it's like is it the biggest deal maybe not the biggest deal but john really is a catch so like think it through like you don't have to make a gut punch like reaction to this but also whatever and then tom like changes the subject and asks if uh, she's heard from michael well, and this is where she has that awful brown vest on. Oh, um, brown vest. And I, you know, I love to note the moments where, like, they do kind of feel like it's like an alternate world of Will and Grace. And, and when uh, Julia slash Grace goes, he's pretty dreamy. And Tom goes, I know. It's so, like, Tom auditioning for the role of Will. And doing it well. He plays a good gay man. Do you think so, Amanda? Do you think uh, Christian Borel plays a good gay oh, man? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I am i don't really have a leg to stand on here because I'm a cis white woman. But sure. I Ew. agree with... I agree. <laughs> gross. <laughs> I agree with you guys, though, that, like, of, like, there are very few men that I feel are allowed to kind of play a gay man, and he does it well. Like, I... Yeah. I, uh, who's the other one? Uh, the... Uh, like Stanley uh, Tucci. Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, Stanley yeah. Tucci. Yeah, he's, like, the queen of it. Like, Stanley Tucci... I feel like Christian Borel is Stanley Tucci levels of good at playing a gay man. Yes. Yeah. Except now Christian Borel's got all, like, buff, and it, like, doesn't work. Yeah, he's so oh, lanky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, well... We are at heaven on earth. Ivy is dressed as an angel and she doesn't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, you're getting fired tonight. Like yeah. you can't yeah. do this. I love, I mean, this was something, and I, and I guess maybe a question for you two, cause you have more experience in the theater as Tom would say, but like huh? this felt to me beyond kind of all of the, the, turmoil ivy's going through that feeling of like doing a show multiple times and you're like oh my god we have to do this fucking number again oh i mean I this to... is all this is always my yeah. feeling but i like don't i don't admit it, it as much as she is but also you gotta think she's making like five thousand dollars a week for this so because right, this isn't fine. a bad gig yeah she has a line and she's got lines yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly uh so we we do or we are introduced to norbert leo butts as this sort of like gatekeeper to heaven and he has this like jazzy number and jessica is the girl in the blue dress so she's really i feel like she's a knock above <gasps> ivy is she yes oh you're oh, right I, didn't, I, I was looking for her in the number because i knew she was in the yeah, show yeah she's one of the main people that Go, unless you know who knows what the show is about though well then why is she so supportive of like ivy you should be a star because she's obviously super talented too yeah that's what we talked and about how is before. she go ahead Colin. sorry how is she doing the workshop then like i feel like it was no big deal for ivy to leave the chorus she's like whatever we'll just swap yeah. somebody else in. but like bangs has like a role in the show because they're the standbys Oh, I guess I, you know, maybe. I, uh... Yeah. It's like either the show's about like six people that get into heaven or maybe this is just some number and they needed people that like all looked different and she's girl in blue dress and then she's in. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe right. This is just right. the introduction to the show. Yeah. Yeah. This is the idea of people in heaven. Yeah. Yes. So Ellis and Eileen's former assistant are. Go- oh, no. 
yeah, Eileen's former assistant, are going through Eileen's computer late at night for names of contacts to find a Marilyn, find a star to play Marilyn. And uh, he comes up with Randall Jones, who could possibly get Rebecca Duvall. And uh, Ellis, I mean, I just, he's so slimy and stupid. It's just like, it's like a toddler trying to do this. Okay, well, Ellis is one of my favorite characters in the show. Who, who is uh, really? Colin, you don't know what he's about to do to, uh, like, later in the show, uh, Rebecca no, Duvall. You do no, not know, and it's no. so funny. That's yeah, good. It's insane. Like, he's an insane character. It's. I mean, I, I will say this episode, certainly, I was like, oh, wow, oh, we're going here. I mean, obviously, you know, we'll get there, but the question I have at this point with Eileen's old assistant is what did Ellis have to do to get this guy to help him? Because we know what Ellis will do to get what he wants. He uses his body to get what he wants. (sighs) Why couldn't they just make him a gay character, though? Right? Because he's so unbelievable as a straight character, so it's not shocking. Yeah, I would have just assumed, like, why don't you just be, like, I feel like we've talked about, like, why don't you just be this, like, <clears throat> gay demon twink that's just, like, terrorizing right. these people's lives? Yeah. Right. You don't need to add this whole other, like, when they show him sitting with, like, laying in bed with mm-hmm. his girlfriend, yes. I remember being, me and Nick were both like, we're like what the oh. fuck? I was yeah. like, Melissa Edwards, like, oh? back rolls. <laughs> back rolls. I mean, I guess now I understand why they were trying to drive home. Like, no, Ellis is straight. He has sex with with this sister of his. I get I understand why we had that scene now, because it's like the contrast of like, oh, but he's willing to. This you is know. how far he's willing to go. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we're about to get into the scene here. Back at the Houston household, Frank is, you know, he's like four gins in and is playing <laughs> Julia's song. Frank was like a freaking, like, it, it can sight read on piano. Sure. Mm-hmm. And is an amazing singer. Right. But is teaching science. Yeah. I know. That's yes. right. He is a chemistry. For, for some reason, I didn't even like clock it. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. He knows a couple chords, but, but he, it's like, why wouldn't he just be like, Julia, can you get me a part on like one of your shows? I know, right? Right. <laughs> Three on a match. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't he be a great Arthur Miller? You know, yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. somewhere along the line that some of the I just want to read some of the lyrics tonight. My thoughts were all of you, but no one else could know your melody kept coming through. I knew I had to go for months, and so I lied to the one I loved to find you in the dark and share the bliss of one more kiss on the Brooklyn Bridge. (laughs) Like, how could anyone read that and, like, realize that the wife is cheating on them? Yeah, especially when they have another song that's all about Lexington and 52nd Street. It's like, okay, we're in the same vicinity. It's not that far, the bridge and East, you know, Midtown East. Like, this is yes, in New York. It, 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 yeah, exactly. Lexington and 52nd Street. He's like, hurry, hurry. I think it's my least favorite song. It gets me pumped. It's that hurry, hurry, you know? And his face, like, does this weird scrunchy thing when he's singing it, and I just really hate it. Ah, it's awful. (laughs) It's 
It's a terrible song. I laughed. I rewound it a few times when you guys were talking about it last oh, week. Because <laughs> Nick was like, Colin, I know this was your favorite, right? Yeah, you love oh. this song, Colin. I love this song. As soon as, he, as soon as he hurry, hurried, I was hurry, like, oh, hurry. hurry, hurry, like right into it. Uh. Dude, I also love that you guys are like... <laughs> You guys are like, well, Lexi did a 50 second stream. Nothing's going on there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I messaged you and I was like, that's where the Maryland yes. thing happened. Like the sure. white yeah. dress. That, I mean, that makes sense. But when I think of it now, I just think of like the yeah. like just corporate midtown. Uh-huh. Hail and yeah, Hardy. Like rich people. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Like yeah. nothing's happening there. Yeah. But he's mad. He's hurry. <laughs> So Frank does say something like, I thought I saw you two at the workshop. And he does have another line that's like, yeah, I no knew, shit. somehow they were like, I knew. They were like all up on each other the entire episode. Right. I do have a clip of some of this meltdown. Oh, perfect. Uh, oh. When, yes. when Julia is you know trying to apologize and Frank finally gets to have his moment. So uh, here she is. It wasn't anything. Julia, please don't. I don't want to hear all the stupid things that people say. At moments like this, it was something. It was total betrayal of me and Leo and 18 years of marriage. It was a betrayal of everything. Do not tell me it wasn't anything. That That is just, that is, that's disgusting that you would say that. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. I mean it. I am so, so sorry. Sorry is so, that's sorry is not good enough. Frank, I don't know what else to say. I didn't want it to happen. It was an accident it happened. An accident? Oh, please, I don't know how to talk about Neither this. Neither do I. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Oh my God, when he smacks her hands away, when he smacks her hands away. Oh, so good. He's I so it was good. A good performance. Yeah. I think it's I I think this might be one of the like strongest, like genuinely strongest scenes I've seen so far. Not just like ridiculous or over the top, but like, no. Well done. Did you guys know he was the original King George in Hamilton? Yeah. No. Ooh, wow. Huh. Yeah, he was at what was the theater they did it at before it transferred to Broadway? Oh shoot. It's like this everyone one. always brags that they saw it at the public. The public, yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was the public. Oh, I saw it at the public before it went to Broadway, so I'm like, yeah. uh, with Brian Darcy James. No, James. yes, Brian Darcy, Darcy. Excuse me, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's but, a yeah. great scene. <laughs> it's a great scene. I I feel like he, uh, I I don't know. Yeah, he was great. He finally got to have a moment, uh, and he has another one this episode later. He actually has a lot of moments this episode. Yeah. I just don't understand why they don't give him like a song to sing. They gave him three little birds, Amanda. What more could you <laughs> yeah. have? On, like, not on Guitar Garage Hero. Band. Guitar yeah. Hero, yeah. Yeah. God, it's like um, it's like in um, Yentl, one of my favorite movies of all time. I've could never seen it. speak along to it. Uh, Mandy Patinkin is like the second lead, and he has zero songs. The only, it's just Barbara Streisand has 11 songs throughout the movie. Oh, wow. And Mandy Patinkin's sense. in it for some reason, doesn't sing a word. You know, we could, I, I always thought, you know, it, when we would eventually have you on as a guest is when we did Yentl because Amy Irving was nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. If you don't have me on for Yentl, <laughs> I will never speak to both of you again. Her Yentl health will be spiral. Yeah, not well. Actually, I think. There's a picture I, of you guys have seen a picture of me yeah. as Yentl. Oh, that would be what we put on Instagram. No. Oh, um, obviously, that's like the cover photo for it. Right. But I believe that performance, I may be wrong, but I think that performance might be the only one that was both nominated for a Razzie and an Oscar. 
I may be wrong. So that Maybe could be Glenn Close in Hillbilly Elegy. Oh, that's that might be the <gasps> way. Or, yeah. or Glenn Close in um God, what was that movie she did where she was Albert a man? Nobbs. Albert Knobs. <laughs> Albert Knobs. Yeah. Um Oh yeah, there probably were others, but that one stands out to me is like Amy yeah, Irving. That's cool. was, yeah. So yeah, so when we do Yentl, of course. You, you I remember you are... watching a 2020 like thing about like how to fall asleep if you have insomnia and then they were like uh you know like turn your clock around and you gotta take deep breaths and put in a really boring movie and the movie they show as the example of the boring movie is yentl <laughs> and i remember being Whoa. so personally offended by that <laughs> oh i love that well uh. speaking of being personally offended Karen in this OJ commercial oh again, God. looking like a tadpole. I would say I, this is very stressful. This guy like running through all this very quickly. I would be like, okay, six seconds. How long is that? But the lady does say, just wait till, until you've done it two hundred times. So I'm assuming they give her they give her a couple runs at it. Mm. Sure, but I feel like commercial actors like. Why would the people say, oh, she's perfect for this when she clearly has zero experience? This is going to hold them back so much during this recording they think it's only gonna be 200 takes yeah uh she's gonna keep trying to drink that juice every time i I, one thing i have to note is i i have to give it to smash that because in season two of the comeback valerie cherish has a very similar scene oh yeah in in a full body green screen suit and i thought wow before there was valerie cherish there was karen cartwright in like the exact same getup so a trailblazer in her uh, own way. She definitely is. Karen Cartwright. Cartwright. Oh, Karen Cartwright. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's be bad. Let's be bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, let's be bad. <laughs> let's be bad. It's like all on the same note up here. Such a weird. Such. He's. I don't know if he's good, a good actor or not. Like I can't tell. I, think I don't he's know. A good actor with terrible writing. But, yeah. Uh, I think that he is Derek in real life, and he's like, all right, I'm doing this fucking NBC show, and I'm just going to go through the motions. <laughs> I yes. think that's what it is. Is he, like, I mean, like, where is he now, or was he somebody before this that, like... I've never heard of him before or after. He was okay. in the Pirates of the Caribbean, or Caribbean, whatever you want to say. Uh, I do know that. Jack oh, Davenport I see that. is his name. Um, yeah. And that's oh, all he was I know. In, he was in 10 episodes of The Morning Show. Ask Keon about that. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. How do you like that? Keon watches The Morning Show. Oh, my gosh. An ad just started playing on IMDb. Apologies. Oh, my goodness. Unprofessional. Okay. Um. All right. Well, we've solved it. We know him from 10 episodes of The Morning Show. There we go. <laughs> and, okay. and Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Famously. So next... Yeah. So next, Frank confronts Michael outside of some place. I don't know where he's coming from. Michael. He's coming from like the actor, like Manhattan's actor oh, studio. Oh, it's near theater workshop oh. on in East Village. There yes, you go. yes. Uh, there it is. He found a new job. Too sweet. How did you he go. find him though? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's Smash. He just like Frank just walked out and like sniffed <laughs> the air and then like got on the <laughs> yeah. subway. I don't yeah. know. 
So Michael accidentally gives Frank more information than even Frank expected right. by saying it was over a long time ago. And I, again, Brian Darcy James, like his reaction to that is so good. You can like see the wheels turning. It is. Brian. Brian's great in this. Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly, because I am not a Michael Swift fan, that that punch felt good. I felt, I think yeah. Frank oh, yeah. did that for all of us. Because I am, I am team John. I am not team Michael. And at this point, I'm obviously Team Ivy, I think, just to establish those. <laughs> Always right. and forever. Yeah. And I think Michael deserved the punch, and he knew he deserved the punch, and so he's not going to press charges. Does he right. press charges, Nick? I, I feel don't, like he does Don't tell so. me. Don't I tell like, me. Oh, I honestly <laughs> don't remember. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, like, last week, like, every time we would, I was like, oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Nick, don't yes. tell me. So, don't no, don't speak. No. Colin, the, the last two episodes of this thing are so good. I, I I just I have no idea what to expect. I like on Amazon Prime they'll show you like on the the smash page oh, like, like little like a still from like the production. I'm like, oh, don't even oh, show. You don't me. even want to see that, right? No, like don't even show me. It's like it's, me with Sister Wives. Yes, because it's like I, again, I will never have this experience again. You, know? you just have Mar- <laughs> uh, like Marco press play for you. You're like Marco, yeah. turn it on. Yeah, Marco, I can't look. Wait, in, wait, I, I, yeah, wait until I can hear previously on Smash. And yes. you're, you're, yeah, I can't, I can't wait to hear you guys. Like, I oh, get so, so mad when like you that you don't drop until like Friday or whatever. No, it's a long wait. You know what? I even have I'm having a little bit of like a a brain fog of how the season ends. I can remember some broad strokes, but we're near. We're definitely more than the halfway point at this. We point. are. Yeah, yeah, because there's 15 episodes, so we are, I mean... Nick, do you remember the love triangle that kind of happens? Oh, yes. I do okay. remember that now. You better better shush, Amanda. You're yeah. Is it with <laughs> things here. It could be, that could be anyone. I know, <laughs> but still. It seems so <laughs> obvious because I know who it is. I'm like, careful. It's Michael Riedel. I, I, I Michael honestly don't think Colin would ever guess it, though. It's Michael Riedel, Ellis, and Eileen. And Eileen and, and Doug Hughes is in for a fourth. Everyone he's in watching a while. in the corner. Yeah, yeah. directing. Yeah, it's so yeah. shocking because Ellis is so clearly directing. straight. Right, right, yeah. Right. Well, speaking of Ellis, he's he's sort of whoring himself across town or out across town with Randall Jones, the guy. But there, this is like a like a minute scene. It's like they cheers and that's it. Uh, and then we we head over to Eileen and Doug Hughes, who is playing himself. Uh, they're having dinner. She says premature, and that made me laugh hard. And then I Michael like Riedel. I thought this is the only time he comes in, but I forgot he comes back later. I, I wrote he strolls in for the dumbest cameo of all time. He's like, hello, hello, who, 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 and then he just leaves. <laughs> it's such a weird scene of Angelica yeah. Houston with two people playing themselves. Themselves? You know what I mean? Cause, yeah, I clicked yeah. on the Amazon yeah. thing, and it was both of them were themselves. But like, yeah. none of them are famous. Right. And, and I mean, it's... It's such a world. weird thing of like, oh, they're being themselves. It's like, it's such a weird, whenever like they have cameos like this, it just, I don't know. It feels like such a, like, uh, everybody knows they're not actors. And so when you have two oh, of them yeah. in one scene, it, you can tell, you know? It's like in the comeback when um when she approaches Andy Cohen and RuPaul. Yeah, and it's yeah. It's just so weird. Oh, they're I, both like, okay actors, but it doesn't match with the... It's a Show? different, yeah, it's a different little, like, Andy is kind of a schmactor, and RuPaul oh, yeah. is good at, like, what I love about that scene is RuPaul's very, like, he's very, like, understated, and, like, I think he's doing that because otherwise it would just feel really out of place, you know? My yeah. favorite thing about uh, that um, 
Angelica Houston. And Colin, I'm so happy that you picked up on it. Is when she's like, the Nederlanders are coming. Oh, the, the Nederlanders. But then tell them the Nederlanders are coming. <laughs> you can tell them if they don't fix this heat, the Nederlanders will going to hear and about it. And I don't it. think he'd appreciate how you're running this building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With all her keys, that ring yeah, of keys. Exactly. And my ring of keys. This, this one's for my ex-husband. Yes. <laughs> she bashes the door down. Good oh, lord. God. So Ivy's at the bar with the gang. Uh Jessica proposes a toast to heaven on earth and Ivy's return. Sam spots Tom at the coat check. Uh, Jessica is on Bobby's lap, and I don't know why it's so annoying. Uh, and then Bobby spills the beans as he always does. But it's so true, though, Nick, because that's how, like, musical dancer people, people are, that they mm. just are always kind of hanging off each other. Yeah, no thanks. Get me a chair. Also, can I just note that, like, Bang slash Jessica is dressed like Pam Beasley in this scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think I noticed. Just... Oh, my God. <laughs> it is such <laughs> a secretary outfit. It is. She's got, like, this little, like, maroon little, you know, collared button down and, and like, a tweed jacket and the bangs. <laughs> and it, it's such receptionist drag. I love that. Bobby's also, like, the worst. I would, yes. like, unfriend this person He's... after this. He's one of those gays where, like, you have to be friends with him because if you're not, he will make your life miserable. You know, right? Yeah, but he's yeah. but he's such a dick in this scene. Yeah, he tells Karen, or he tells Ivy that Karen booked a national commercial, and Ivy has this rant, and she calls, like, she says that Karen has a midwestern moon face, and it made me LOL. Which I mean, it's like I don't, I don't think I think that this continues to be this thing where like we're being told this perception of karen as this like like bumpkin from iowa but it's Catherine mcphee from american idol so it never lines up you know yeah it's more that she's just untalented and that's what makes her annoying <laughs> well right and like and that's the part nobody's talking about yes. <laughs> she's yes. untalented and well, she no is experience. talented she's just not a musical thing uh, theater singer i feel like I like her pop stuff. You think she doesn't have an ounce Nick of talent? I didn't realize Nick was talent. such a McPhee head. I like big McPhee head. Call me a Republican. Yeah. I love you, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> I think she has a great voice. You don't think she's talented at all? Like I at think all. her voice is fine. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, for as Maryland, we will find out later in this episode, it's fine. Yeah, fine. Um, yeah, fine. So <laughs> Ivy gets the reviews are in. Riedel yeah. says you're, you're fine. fine. <laughs> I want Amanda to be a critic, a New York theater critic. It's like she gives oh, no. four eye rolls to this show. <laughs> be cool. I know I'm a bitch. Uh, <laughs> so Ivy obviously gets upset about hearing this, and she doesn't say hi to Sam or Tom as she leaves. And it's like made to be this like bit, like oh, I guess she's mad, and then they turn around that's the end yeah Not of the well, episode of that scene here's here's a question because the next scene she comes home and, and derek is on her couch reading a script yeah, and he has my like question, keys to her apartment yeah and, and why is he hanging out in her cramped little studio when he's got the sprawling flat in midtown with the view of the empire state building a much bigger couch multiple bedrooms why is he like because she comes home and sits next to him on this little couch and they look like they're on a spirit airlines flight i mean it's just like why are you cramped in this apartment again? they haven't established a consistent idea of what the relationship is no, or why he'd be just hanging out in her apartment without her. Yeah, like, are they 
do they love each other or like like because he seems committed to this he's like hanging out at her apartment without him yeah still wearing jeans like just hanging out at home i think he probably even has shoes on i that's the one thing that i think is the most psychopathic about derek is that he will wear jeans and shoes at home alone on the couch yikes and this scene there's nothing that goes on in this scene all he says is he's reading pilots there's a line about how's your dead hooker and that's it and she comes in and complains yeah. about karen like this doesn't further the plot at all unless i, I miss something I feel like the idea is that, like, everybody's moving on. Karen booked a commercial. Derek's, you know, being considered for a TV script. Oh, I see, I see. So everybody's kind of, like, you know, moving on to the next project. And then, yeah, she's like, is there a part in it for me? Which was like, of course. that, That felt spot on. Of course, that'd be the first question she has about this script. Is not anything other than, oh, is there something for me in that? Something I could do? Yes. Is there a chance for me? Got it. Uh, but that's probably pretty accurate that her only opportunity on that show is to play a dead hooker. Yeah. So <laughs> next we're back with Karen and Dev. Karen is flashing her new purse that looks like she got it on clearance at JCPenney and apparently it was very oh, yeah. expensive. Yeah, it's busted. You got to look like you have money, you know? That's what Jessica uh, says. <laughs> that's what Jessica said. She looks like Pam Beasley, so she <laughs> must know. She was going in for the office. Yeah, yeah, right. At the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Dev's like, okay, so you just made your first uh, big payment or your big paycheck and you spent it on a... On a purse. Do you want to pay rent for one? Yeah, month, right. Maybe? I'm glad I'm supporting you. Yeah. yeah I've... But cool. <laughs> Spend it on a purse. So this uh... is where we find out that uh, she has Ivy's Mark Jacobs sunglasses. And we flash back to Ivy's apartment. And she realizes she has Karen's sunglasses. And Derek gets a phone call about Michael uh, Riedel's review or his article. What Riedel said what? That's that's what I wrote down. Riedel said what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and as this is happening, Ivy throws Karen's sunglasses into the trash. The trash. What a jerk. <laughs> uh, and I mean, I also feel like we're we're being given kind of a pretty ham-fisted narrative of Ivy turning into Marilyn Monroe. Now she's taking pills in the mirror. I mean, I feel like... I swear to God, I didn't even see that. I've never oh, I, that. I thought that's what they were setting up and I, I feel like it's it's appropriate timing with that movie Blonde that's out right now. Yes. Yeah, I feel it's like getting bad reviews. Getting really bad reviews. Yeah. And I feel like we're seeing like the, the, the NBC watered-down version of Blonde. Yes. Uh, so the next day, because of this Michael Riedel article, Derek bursts into Eileen's office. He, like, kicks Ellis to the curb, and he's all pissy about the possibility of Doug Hughes taking over. But, Derek, you're the one who threw a temper tantrum the day before, like, with all these demands over a script that is finished. So, yeah, bye-bye. the whole show's finished. Yeah. yeah I have a clip. <laughs> I. I do have a clip uh, per request. I have a clip. Uh, I, I requested this clip. And I, I get it because I think I may have not realized it earlier, but I think we do, we do need to capture uh, Derek's accent, you know, yeah. at its most unwieldy at all times. So uh, here is that moment, including him telling off Ellis, which is obviously very, fa- very satisfying. Eileen! You can't just go in there. The hell I can't. Derek! Excuse me. Sorry, he just barged in. Do you want to call off the chihuahua? That's fine, Ellis. You're not replacing <laughs> me with Doug Hughes. You can't believe everything you read in Riedel's column. You know that. He extrapolates. Besides which, Doug and I are very old friends, and we were having a perfectly innocent... Oh, the hell you were. 
You're worse than Jerry. You go behind my back and put an item in a gossip column. He bumped into us. Because he knew you were there. <laughs> <laughs> Though I am also glad that that clip captures, you know, I some of Angelica Houston's line readings are so god-awful. And she's like, Doug and I are very old friends, and we were having a perfectly innocent evening. I mean, it just... Terrible. It's terrible. Because table he reading. knew you were the. You were the. I, I would love to find out that that actor isn't actually British. He oh, was like born oh, in right. Connecticut or something. Let me check because I think he might be, but I love that fantasy that he's like. No, I'm sure. Know. I'm sure he is. Yeah, I mean, why else would legit. you make that insane choice? But Let's I, see, yeah. he's from Suffolk. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> Suffolk, UK. Because he knew you were there. Get me a star. <laughs> and he storms out. Yikes. But yeah, Yikes. I mean, it does sound like she's doing, which we've said, I think, at least twice so far. Like, you're reading lines with someone, and Derek's the one acting, and Eileen's uh-huh. the one reading lines back, yeah. from, like eating Doritos across the room. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so backstage at Heaven on Earth, Ivy still doesn't seem herself and pulls out a big bottle of pills. And I, I love this, like the mirror has two faces moment where it's just like, it, it really sets up. She's about to do something crazy. Oh, I'm, I was so <laughs> excited. I was like, oh yes, here we go. Ruin that stupid show, Ivy. Yeah. So meanwhile, Ellis meets up with Randall at some swanky apartment. It's not Randall's apartment, right? Like, I don't, is it? Because I... I think I it's Rebecca know. Duvall's apartment. I Maybe guess. it's her like New York apartment. Or it's like an Airbnb or something. Yeah. Cause he's like, yeah. Oh, I have it all set up. It just sounds oh, yeah, I, I was cause I was trying to interpret like because Ellis just invites himself in, but he also had ulterior motives for this too. He like I thought he was just like, Wow, if I was a producer, I could be living in this apartment. What sort yeah. of situation? Maybe he was also, but he was like immediately hard, Ellis. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, and I love how like they have to kind of weave it into the script. But, you know, when Ellis tells Randall, you know, I want you to really, really feel that you can get behind her doing this. It's like, okay, we, we, this is like the three and a half thrusts that you'll, you'll let us see Derek put into Ivy. Like you can't show any of the gay hooking up, but you can have Derek, uh, Ellis saying to Randall, I want you to feel good about getting behind, you know? Uh, yes. I saw everything I needed to see after that. You know, I saw it in my head. Yeah. I would have loved a, uh, I don't know, like a tug of the shirt or something, just like, just mm-hmm. like a little gesture. Oh no, Nick, it's NBC. It's true. I I was, I was you surprised can't show how much two men they touching. Yeah, right. It's true. Gross. He's, he says, uh, "You said we had a few hours." And then he like stares. Ugh. Also, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, "A few hours." Oh God. What are yeah, I'm like to so order takeout. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Right. <laughs> Like, I don't uh, want to be here for a few hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to watch a couple episodes of Sister Wives. How about that, Amanda? I got it yeah. in there. Hey, yo. <sighs> I just got so excited when you said the word Sister Wives. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get excited when a panicked uh, assistant stage manager walks, runs up the stairs looking for Ivy. This would be crazy. This would never happen. You would be like fired immediately. We, Of, of course. Well, I think she is fired after this. Yeah. We get this beautiful be aerial shot of her, though, like in her wings. I thought it was like very like tasteful. It was kind of cool. 
Well, the the when it cuts back to her, like I'm, ass- I was assuming they're recreating something because it looks like Ivy has like is like smelling her fingertips and is there's it's like this sort of like dead angel like portrait. Yes, and I was like, what? Why is she Mary Catherine Gallaghering right now? Like, what is this supposed to be like a reference to something that I'm not getting? Or is Ivy just passed out sniffing her fingers, her fingies, if you will? <laughs> fingies. Has she been? Has Norbert Leo Butts? Yanked her off the stage. No, yet? that's about to. Come okay, up. we're just yeah. getting there. Okay, okay gotcha. Yeah, yeah so uh, while she's <laughs> sniffing her fingies, um, it's Tom versus the Republicans. Tom is uncomfortable. There's a joke about a bear. That's pretty much it. So we're back to heaven on earth. Ivy is fucked up. Right. You know, I, I want to say something about this because yeah. she's supposed to be on, like, I don't know, whatever, drugs. If you've done a show that many times, it, it is in your body. She's not going to fuck up this much. Do you agree, Nick? Yeah, that's true. She's really like, it's like a rebellion. It's like a, a drug-induced, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like when a child uh, doesn't get their way. And temper tantrum. Are... Temper yeah. tantrum. There we go. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know why. I, yeah. I, I was in heaven for a moment there, but I'm back. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I, I agree. There is something about it that's in her bones, but she's she is trying to make it. She, it's annoying to watch, to be honest. Yeah, it's just like it's in it's in your body. Like you you're not thinking about it, and so I don't know. This was weird. I do have a, a just a tiny clip of Ivy doing her one line, okay. probably the only line she has. But I just love this delivery. But don't come to us with your worries and complaints. <laughs> With your words, that should have been your opening line. But come to us with your worries and complaints. It's very Maryland there. Yeah, it's Maryland key. Oh my goodness! So Dennis is outside in full costume, by the way, which would never happen. Why? Would be shot. Yeah, would never happen. Uh, You can't leave in your costume. Yeah. Uh, So and Karen. For some reason, she decides that, you know, this is the best time to give Ivy her sunglasses. Let's go to the show. And Dennis, like, opens the door for her and says, well, you might as well leave them with assistant stage manager. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why wouldn't you just put them in her dressing room? Or hand them to this guy. Yeah. Who's who's in the show. Right. Who can just put it in her dressing room. Instead, it's like, why don't you go to the wing of the stage? You're yeah. basically on stage. You're now an extra. Would never Karen. happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, it just it shows one a stage manager going, shh. Right. Doesn't even know who the hell this girl is, but it's yeah. like, oh, if you could just be quiet back here, like, stranger in a you? turtleneck. Yeah. yeah. I feel it should have went. She gives the sunglasses to Dennis, and he, and then she doesn't see the show, but she's walking home through Times Square, and she happens to bump into Ivy that way. That would make like yeah. Ivy, sense. what are you doing? Kind of. And she's like, "Ugh, of course you're here." As opposed to like, because there's really nothing that like, it doesn't serve anything. Ivy gets to say the line, "Of course you saw that," but like, we don't need her to see. She doesn't that. need to. Yeah, does that doesn't need to happen? Yeah. So. Ivy is, you know, living her best life during this number, and eventually she falls down, and it's like the shade rattle. It's like, like the camera angle, like, sw- like pans like down yeah. all the way, and then Norbert Leo Butts says, "Get off the freaking stage!" It has him singing like, <laughs> 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 
Yeah, it does. They do. But like the whole audience would hear him saying, "Get off the yes, fucking stage!" Exactly, his mic is on. Yeah, that'd be so jarring. He's playing this like nice Peter he's at the god. gates. And he's fucking god, and he's like, "Hey, you fucking bitch, get off the goddamn motherfucking stage!" Also, can we get a little sympathy for this woman that you've been in the cast with for the past three years? Yeah, right. Why is he so mad at her? so mean he was i feel like if it was me i would just like go through the rest of the number or like if i was in the ensemble i would just like drag her off i'm like you've had enough mm-hmm. let's go this way just, yeah, like, i don't i don't her. even think it was that noticeable though because also in the background the, all the people in the cast are just kind of partying and like kind of freestyle dancing mm-hmm. it's like why was this so and then it says later like people are asking for their money back Oh, no one right. would ask for their money back for that. No one would <laughs> even notice this shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's someone made a mistake. I want my money yeah, back. Someone tripped and fell. Yeah. Ooh, she was on prednisone. Look out. Yeah. I could tell from her eyes she she was on prednisone. <laughs> she was sleepy. It makes you sleepy, which yeah. by the way, folks, it doesn't. Like I, I just don't it doesn't. Right. It's an antibiotic. Um so Karen, so Ivy like runs off the stage. She does say like, I'm going or something. She like screams right. back at him. Yeah. And, I'm on my way out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then Karen goes after her through Times Square of all places. And Ivy kind of gives it to her. She's like, you know, you're nothing special and blah, 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 blah. I have a clip. Oh, you do. By the Great. Way. I do. Oh, I have good. a clip. It's a good scene. Because I... I feel like this is a great example of similar to what you were saying before of like, it's as if one person is auditioning and the other person is reading the B side. Like this is another great example of like, yes. here's Megan Hilty, regardless of whether the, the script is great or not. Here's Megan Hilty giving a great performance. And then, and then there's no urgency on uh, Catherine McVie. Oh no, it is dead behind the eyes. Yeah. And so uh, here is a perfect example of that. Wait, I have your sunglasses. You're returning my sunglasses? You know what I did when I found your sunglasses? I threw them out. Whatever. You're nothing special. There are thousands of girls just like you. Millions of girls just like you. And you think this will never happen to you? This was supposed to be my time. It is your time. You're on Broadway. You're in Marilyn Monroe. I was Marilyn for like five seconds. Well, I never even got to do her even once, so maybe you should stop complaining about how lousy your life is. You were weak. You were naive. You didn't want it enough. You didn't fight hard enough. You didn't put enough on the line. Yeah, okay. I didn't sleep with Derek. You're right. I didn't do that. But trust me, it wasn't because he didn't ask. You weren't the first choice. Ooh. I mean, okay, that's such a bitchy line, and she threw it away to to say, you weren't the first choice. And she yeah. just goes, you weren't the first choice. Yeah, give it back it's to It's so matter-of-fact. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> she annoys me. Uh, so back at the Republican Party, uh, John introduces this guy who's running for office, and Tom is like, cool, and that's that. Um, back- oh, I just have to say oh, that, like, John's giving, well, so John's giving this speech, yeah, introducing his, his old, you know, college handjob buddy, and when everybody's clapping, Tom does this little, he does this, like, little reaction of, like, whoo, 
Okay. Well, all right. It's like it's yes. so just like him making a joke to himself in a room full of people who aren't looking at him. Yes, you know? he's acting like Ivy in Heaven on Earth. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, he, somebody he's slipped like, him a but Don't come to us with your worries and complaints. He's so worries <laughs> and complaints. <laughs> Oh, that's such a good line. I love that you Now I saw um Christian Borel in Peter and the Star Catcher. Yes. Uh have you guys heard of that? Yes. Yes. Okay, it, it uh <laughs> my voice oh, just my voice. Really After all these years, cracked. Amanda's voice finally cracked. I gotcha. Put that on the soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to write but in I, my I, diary. I, I, Dear I, diary. I Amanda, Amanda really, really <laughs> hit the shit. Um, he had this great scene because he, he, he he's like the Captain Hook character. And it's kind of the scene where he like loses his hand and he slams it in a trunk or something and his hand comes off. And he just does like five minutes of walking around the stage going, oh my God, 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 oh my God. And like it just built so much. And the audience was, we were pissing our pants. Like he won a Tony for this. Yeah, he did. Like he is so talented. Yes, he is. I I really had to accept it. Like he's I his performance of a gay man is uh, it makes me understand why he won Tonys. I believe it. I think he called me fat behind my back though. No, uh, you think I think he he's would. a nice yeah. guy. Do you? I don't know. I don't keep up with him. I don't know buff Christian Borrell, as you said, but I I like the <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, the whole of a man. <laughs> yeah, okay. I I just picture him as Tom and. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, let's. It's. It, I think it's more safer to just think of him as Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So back at Julia's house, uh, Leo finds Julia out on the balcony, just staring into the abyss. Uh, he's like, <laughs> "I talked to him, mom. He told me you told him." Do you have a clip of this, Colin? Before I go on. Oh, I. I don't have. <laughs> okay. A, so it's a really good impression. <laughs> I don't have a clip, but I have. Um, one thing I wanted to note was at the beginning of this scene. Because uh, it's it's kind of an interesting choice they're making in this episode. The opening, you know, shot of the scene is Julia standing like just facing the, you know, facing us in the foreground and like, you know, doing some face acting. Um, and it, that's also like not to jump ahead, but that's also how the scene ends is a very similar Ooh. shot, but mm-hmm. like a very different facial facial expression. And I was like, that is a that is an artful decision, Smash. Yeah, they'll surprise you. It's like I think that's yeah. those little we were talking before about. The show is so bad, but like the production value of the numbers and like the, the singers and like there are these moments that just reel you back in and you're like, yeah, I definitely want to keep watching this. Yeah. Yeah. The train is still on the tracks. Yeah. That's right. Um, but anyway, yeah. So Leo, yeah. I talked to him, mom. He told me you were told <laughs> What him. did he say? He's leaving, mama. That's why I don't have a clip. I just have. Yeah. He's like, what do you he's think he's saying? He's on his way out right now, mom. <laughs> he's going, mom. You got to hurry, mama. He's going to go to his social worker. <laughs> yes. He's going to go on your permanent record. No baby. <laughs> <laughs> so Julia jumps in front of Frank in one of those classic, like, don't go. Uh, and Brian Darcy James is great here, like, because he brings up the, you know, the the affair that happened years ago as well, too. And even Leo says, like, don't go, Dad, don't go. <laughs> no, oh, don't yeah. stay, Dad. <laughs> don't go. <laughs> I clipped that. So I, I do. <laughs> don't go. 
I do have a clip of this is <laughs> oh, Frank perfect. really. He sounds like home. he's forty five years old when he says "don't go." That's generous. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so I do have this clip of Frank really kind of you know bringing home the beer. Okay, good. And I think Deborah Messing does a good job in in this yeah, too as great. well. Oh yeah, she's great. Yeah. Um, here we go. This is like the second half of the fight. Leo, your father and I need some privacy. No, you don't get to decide how this goes. Whatever you thought before was wrong. You thought that this would be okay. You thought that cheating is nothing. You thought he'll never find out. You thought he'll forgive me. You thought it doesn't mean anything. Don't, please don't tell me what I think. And please, please, please don't go. We need. Don't we need go, you. Dad. Please, don't go. <laughs> My favorite part is that is when. Julia, like, she motions to Leo before he has his line. Like, it's like she kind of like jumps it a little bit, but it's still good. Don't she go. She gestures to him like it's time for your yeah, line. Think of your son. Yeah. Think of your forty-five-year-old son. <laughs> think, think of your your son who's somehow older than you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who's gonna make breakfast? He's he's in that movie. That this kid, this Leo kid, yes, is in the movie Brooklyn, and he's like good in it. Yes, that is the. That is what we've heard. I haven't seen the movie, but I think oh, it's he, so good. It. You guys would love Brooklyn. I do love Sarsha. It's perfect Sarsha. for your podcast. Is there uh, like a besides Sarsha Ronan? Is there like a is there a mom? Is there like a BSA that you can remember? I'm sure there's a mom, but I mean, you should just talk about Sarsha Ronan. Yeah, I mean, she's incredible. Let's, okay, yeah. let's see. I'm gonna Google Brooklyn 2015. That's one of her. Like, I feel she got nominated for an. Oscar for that too. She did. I, I think like she did for like, that. She should have. She's like almost about to get to like Amy Adams level of like nomination. She's so beautiful. Oh, she's so. I can't wait to see awesome. what she wins for because she will win something. It's yeah, guaranteed. she'll win. But I don't want her to win for like like how Kate Winslet won for the reader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Brooklyn looks like there is one woman I don't recognize, but then there's Julie Walters who is in Stepping Out. Oh, there so we go. Okay. There's a BSA okay. pot alum. Well, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So done. done. Uh, we need more Julie Walters on this podcast. <laughs> we anyway, do. We were just so... talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is perfect. So I forget. Okay. So we are back at the party with Tom and John. Tom decides to go because Ivy is in peril and people are asking for their money back. And John is like, you're turning her into a child by taking care of her so much. And he's like, yeah. I get it, but I, I think I'm going to go anyway. And he has, like, such a great exit. Like, it's really, like, the comedic timing timing of him saying, like, even though I don't like Republicans, like, it's not a big, grand, like, annoying thing. It's just kind of charming in a way. And John gives him the sweetest smile. That's the thing is John will give him these looks or these little smiles with, like, the thinnest lips known to man. He has the thinnest <laughs> little mouth. I don't know what he can do with it. Lips. Maybe that's why the sex is so bad, but those lips are barely there. But he will get, he gives Tom the big, the proudest Republican log cabin homosexual smile that he can give him. And I just... I could look past the voting decisions for a guy like John. He seems like a sweetie. Yeah, but again, this was 2012. Could you look past it now? I know. No, I literally, I was, was just, I was thinking that as I was saying, it's like, oh, but this is so pre-Trump because yeah. we all, because now we see George W. Bush as this sweet old man who paints yeah. paintings, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, you know what? In retrospect, his I, best. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have a beer with him. Yes. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, you guys are doing great down there. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. We're really, we're really nailing you're it. You're nailing um, it down there. Yeah, um, I'm sure you're missing it. I'm sure. This oh, is I just... miss it every day. In fact, I have like dreams like once a week that I am living in the U.S. and I wake up in a cold sweat. Well, yeah, and like wake up and like I still live on Long Island, which I'm. I. <gasps> it Colin, is. I. Yeah. Triggering. I know. I can understand. I totally understand. I've started to really appreciate because I have friends who have a car, and we've gone out to Long Island a few times in the past year or so. And it's like, oh, it's a whole different, it's a whole different way <sighs> yeah, of life out here. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun yeah. stuff happening down there. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Watch this space. Yeah. Well, God. speaking of fun stuff, Ivy and Karen are they're like splitting a fifth of whiskey or something. In the middle of Times Square, Karen suddenly spots her favorite guy, who is this guy who plays keyboard with these dancing animals. I'm like, Karen. Okay, now I really, this is what I was born to talk about. Let's do it. This is a guy who does stuff in the subway at like the 42nd Street stop, but like Mm -hmm. in the subway. He, he's not doing this on at the TKTS booth like they're showing it. Oh yeah, not in the middle. He's no. he's down underground. Yeah, he's way down underground, mm-hmm. and just the exposition that is needed here to be like, hey, like we need to sing a song basically. So this mm-hmm. guy he has these dolls and they dance, and so now we're we're gonna sing in the middle of TKTS. Everyone backs away and like lets them sing they have no mics yes no one would hear them five feet away yes i mean like two drunk white girls singing rihanna in the middle of times square is not gonna draw a crowd you know what i mean (laughs) one of them stressed as an angel it's like oh no a broadway no thank you why wouldn't why would they not just have the naked cowboy like that feels very smashed to me like put him on the guitar Mm-hmm. And get his ass in there. That would make sense to me. Because, like, they try to set up, I guess there's just somebody rocking out Playing with a music. guitar. Yeah. But as per usual with these numbers, all of a sudden it's like, oh, you guys have got, like, backing vocals. Like, this is. And you have, yeah, you've drawn a crowd from Hell's Kitchen. Like, oh, what's that sound? I hear the trail. I heard the trail. And then all of a sudden, like, it is the Brooklyn Bowl musical number from like last oh, week dance or, to the music do you remember awful. that yeah yeah oh yes. that was uh i thought that was the lowest i thought that was the cringiest and then this happened and like i also need to note that karen is a reminder is wearing a turtleneck yes and yes. a brown yeah. grandma cardigan sweater. yes yeah oh. she looks like diane keaton <laughs> i mean it's just insane how like banal she's she looks perfect. in her sunglasses but then she, she, and she also has a big puffer jacket on and then meanwhile yes. a- ivy's wearing a, a little tiny angel costume and i've never related to someone more in the temperature uh, body temperature wise <laughs> that's what amanda oh, wears yeah. to go this to the fine. grocery store in winter <laughs> yeah yeah this uh, feels great that. i could breathe yeah yes. this yes, is nice temperature for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, awful. And like, just, the th- I, I don't know. I, I think it's the thing that irritates me the most is that you wouldn't hear them even singing if you were standing five feet away from them. Absolutely. Because Times Square is so noisy. You would not yeah. hear them. It's just, I mean, and obviously this song choice is 
a choice. I mean, like when they are like trying when they're doing everything but a full on black scent on lines like everybody's vibe. And so don't nobody start a fight. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. There was some I, I was watching the subtitles and I was like, Yikes. <laughs> go back to Iowa, Karen. Yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah. The freaking weekend. Yeah. Yeah. In perfect harmony. Unrehearsed. They both just know this song front to back. Everyone loves it. This guy loves it. This guy that's trying oh. to make the money. He's like, yeah, great. Take He's having over. a great time. Yeah. <laughs> so eventually they stumble back to Ivy's apartment. Ivy's still in the angel costume. And she plops face. She like face plants onto her bed and says, hey, we're not best friends now. Okay. And Karen looks at Ivy's mirror that still has all of the the Marilyn Monroe paraphernalia on it. And then she just like, she doesn't even help her like take her shoes off or anything. She's like, okay, bye. She does offer to make her tea, but then she shuts the lights out on her. Yeah, but why is Ivy so drunk? Because Ivy, they drink. Then Ivy seems completely sober while they're singing in Times Square in TKTS. Yeah. And now all of a sudden she's like busted, wasted at her house. That's a great point. I uh, also, I kind of thought they were going to make out a little bit. I think in the Showtime version, she would have like been helping her out of the angel wings and Ivy would have like, like fell forward and then their lips would have touched and it would have just been like, she would have started shooting up. (laughs) (laughs) Can can you just inject my prednisone and then I'll eat you out? Yeah. She she does a full OD. (laughs) Yikes. And then she just... Karen takes her to the hospital, and then Ivy's like, hey, we're not best friends. Yeah, okay. We're still not best friends, you know. <laughs> yeah. Ambulance door closes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so God. now we're at a diner with Sam and Tom. It's 5 a.m., and Tom said he hasn't, he hasn't been up this late or up all night since he camped out for rent tickets. Colin, you love rent. Oh, I love Rent. I love Rent. I was a total I would rent totally head. Ca- That's the original I'm such head. A rent head. A rent head. That's true. That is the original. That was head. the original head. The OG head. <laughs> yeah. I, I slept overnight for Rent tickets at Gamage Auditorium in Phoenix, and the only thing we had to eat was um, frosting covered animal crackers from Costco, and then none of us pooped for three oh, days. <laughs> And I can't even look at animal crackers anymore. Trigger. I mean, I'm sure it was worth it. I, we got good uh, tickets. It was front row. Yeah. Front row center, baby. I mean, I'll admit, I have, I, I hate Rent from afar. I've never seen it. And I've only heard parts of parts of songs. And I just, it's you just that style. You need to have grown up with it. Yeah, you yeah. need to have kind of experienced it when it happened. Otherwise, I wouldn't like it now either. I still yeah, feel, I, that makes sense. I still feel like we should do it for an episode. Or maybe it'll be my birthday episode. <gasps> I would love like, to hear not you the guys movie, do that. But the last, like the original, not the original, the last Broadway mm-hmm. cast. Because we have Renee Lee Goldsberry as Mimi. We have uh, Michael Swift himself as Roger. Uh, we oh have, my god! Yes, as, and he's awesome. He is so good because he is more of like a rock. I mean, he did that Bruno Mars musical at La Mama. At oh, La Mama, yeah. I Brooklyn. remember that. And then Tracy yeah. Toms plays Joanne from Devil Wears Prada, and uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's a good cast and the movie and the movie. That's right. So I would love for you guys to because one my favorite hands down my favorite episode you guys ever did was the Come From Away course. episode. It's closing. Oh, so, or has it closed? 
I feel like I saw uh, it something. is closing or yeah, or yeah. either it's on its way to closing at least. But that was my favorite episode you guys ever did. <laughs> so to have call, even if Colin hates it, even better. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like either we have a great time and I love it, or we have a great time and I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> it's very come from away. I feel because there's a lot of stomping in it. Oh, they stomp I, a lot. I, I, I think the things that I don't like about come from away are the things that remind me of Rent, and so it's all full circle. <laughs> sure. Right? Yeah. But I would, yeah, okay. We'll put it. We'll put it on the list. I feel like we've talked about that before too. But uh, okay, but first have. you guys have to do Sister Wives. Sure, I'm gonna binge all. You, seven. You'd have to sure, curate. Says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seventeen seasons, you know. Seventeen seasons. in the blink of an eye. <laughs> uh, so Sam's rebuttal to that is that he says he hasn't been up all night since the Bruins won the Stanley Cup, and then he does like an arm gesture, and oh, it's just. Uh, and I love and, and Colin. This is like classic. Uh, Tom behavior where he says, "What's a Bruin?" And I love, right. I love those lines. <clears throat> oh, because is is that guy straight? No, he's gay. Uh, he would like you to believe he's he's. I mean, he's gay, but he's not that oh, gay. Oh, yeah, okay, that wasn't that hadn't been mentioned before. No, I mean his <laughs> right. Mets—they got terrible pitching. You know, he's not that gay. You know, God. yikes. <laughs> you know, I I I I've been seeing this develop this Sam and Tom thing and. You know, they have that little banter about like, oh, you're, you're, you know, because Tom's checking a, a message from from John and it's like, oh, it's from somebody, somebody that you're seeing. I guess if you're <clears throat> seeing somebody, then we should really go Dutch on this bill. And, you know, it's just this like cute little moment between them. And then Sam, you know, he's like, no, 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 I'm going to pay. And then he does this thing where like he leans over Tom's plate and starts like cutting like his burger and like to take apart for him. And oh, Nick, I think you're mute. No, I was. Yeah, I was just. Oh, I, I knew that I was, but I just wanted to say the chewing. I was like queuing you up. Sorry, sorry. I ruined it all. I was like the chewing, Colin. Don't forget the chewing, because that was chewing. my no. Don't forget the chewing. Leslie Odom Don't Jr. is giving us some chewing acting here. Is he Leslie is. Odom Jr. gay in real life? No, he's, he's not married. that it matters, but woman. he's not. I right. wish. Oh. Um. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Uh, they have a very it's a, it's a Tom and it's a Sam and Diane relationship, guys. Mm, that's a good mm. way to that's that's very accurate. And yeah. and I gotta say, over time, this energy. If I was more of a Tom, at first I'd be really into this Sam energy, but then I'd very quickly be over it. But right now, I'm very into it. Yeah, that hoodie looks well? comfortable too. That Sam is wearing. I want mm. that hoodie. <laughs> I wrote that down. I, I, it's a good hoodie. Yeah. I like the hoodie and the chewing. That's right. Chewing in my <laughs> Don't ear. Don't forget the oh, chewing. It's great. <laughs> so across town, Eileen and Michael Riedel are taking a stroll. He's had some throwaway like, I'll let you get away with it uh, this time, Eileen, but you owe me dinner. And then this is Ellis's big moment here where he is going to stick it to Eileen. And he says, I don't want to just answer phones anymore. And Eileen she gives him the business, which is great. Yeah, she's like, you know, there's there's more to being a producer than just casting. And uh, it, yeah, it was much needed. I feel like we talked about this, that line that you mentioned, Amanda, where she was like, you know, when she learns about the affair and she's like, I'm not going to pretend this isn't useful. But, you know, right. where, where it was like, I want to make sure that Eileen can see through Ellis and that she's using him. And like, this was the confirmation that like, oh, no, little boy, I run this ship. Uh, and that. I needed that. I needed Eileen to take that moment. It's very, um, 
Oh, I forget who she, I think it's Coco Montrese talking to Serena Chacha. Don't try it, little girl. Whatever she like, exactly. Oh, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's 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 really satisfying. So excuse me. Eventually Michael and Julia meet the night of like I wouldn't want to see him ever again. Like why? Yeah, don't do this. Yeah. And why are you going all the way to Hell's Kitchen to go to the Westway Diner? Like, what is the deal with the fucking Westway Diner? To say what? This conversation doesn't achieve anything. They're just like, hi, hi. So, yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, bye. They covered this at the park. (gasps) They covered this in the last episode, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I mean, really, the only thing that's, she gets the title here. That's really the only thing. But even that line uh-huh. is so oh, clunky. Oh, I forgot about that. She's so like, stupid. She's like, Don't speak. It exploded my whole life like a bombshell. And I'm like, come on. No one would uh, say that because you'd say like like a bomb, I feel you'd say. Like a bomb went off. or Yeah. Yeah, it's like a bomb went off. And she walks away like in slow motion. It looks like she's in a music video. Um, she has an umbrella, doesn't she? She does. It's pouring oh, she down. Does. It's like, you know, slow <clears throat> yeah. drips. I feel like they probably filmed this scene the same night they filmed the Westway Diner date scene uh, between Michael and Julia because it was raining that night as Ooh. well. And oh, so they got to capitalize on that rain. Good eye, yeah, that rain yeah. machine. So, yeah, right in the middle of Midtown, that's expensive <laughs> that's, and it's uh, an obstruction. That's right. So you got to get it where you can. Yeah. So we transition seamlessly to Tom holding the script with the title Bombshell on it. And Tom... I feel like Tom would be, does Tom know like what she went through the previous day? Because Julia looks like, you know, she's holding like a glass of scotch that's like almost filled to the yeah. brim. Oh yeah, she's looking and out she, the window. Yeah, like, it's like things oh, are changing oh, out oh. there. Yeah, it's like a yeah. Batman movie. It's like an Alfred yeah. Hitchcock movie. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he doesn't know that like Frank's walked out on her and, you know, punched Michael Swift in the face. Like it, it's just, all of this is, is yeah, it's him saying it's a good title bombshell and then she goes yeah bombshell and he says yeah i like it and i feel like it feels like this whole scene feels like an acting exercise where both actors can only say like two lines and they have to make a whole conversation happen and so like all he can say is i like it bombshell and then all she can say is like bombshell bombshell yes yes fade to black yes yeah uh yeah that's it that's it. She, you know, she's sipping on that brown liquor, that awful habit she learned Get with it. Eileen. Yeah. Uh, what's ne- What's the next episode? I don't even. I know. don't know. I. So the next one is called the Understudy. I know that, but Ooh, I have. Okay, I, they're all good. They're all. I just got chills just so that I know what this episode is. It's gonna yeah, be. Good. I have. I have. I don't look up anything about the future episodes. I go in blind. I you don't. Probably... You don't want to look at the description at least. No. Really? No. What? What if it tells it me would. something? I wouldn't even take the chance. Yeah. Colin, keep doing what you're I can't. doing. I can't. Don't let Amanda persuade it you. Feels... I'm not. <laughs> no. I'm not telling you anything. I'm just. I'm looking at it. Yeah. I like that. Is again. It is just. I have so few pure joys in my life right now. Oh, like, like Colin, some shit's gonna happen. Some shit is going down. Don't next tell me. Week. Don't, don't tell me. <laughs> um. So, I my BSA this week, of course, is Queen Frank. Um. Yeah, it, I've got to give it to Queen Frank. Though I loved seeing uh, Lila or whatever uh, Karen's little coworker. Leanne, I love seeing yes. her again. Leanne, excuse me, uh, and whatever her backstory is. But yeah, I'm Team Frank this week. 
Yeah, I kind of am too. I was scrolling. It's like I kind of want to give it to Ivy at some parts too when she's yelling at Karen for really being a mm-hmm. good scene partner. But it is, it's all about Brian. And we get, we so seldomly get to celebrate him. So I got to give it to Brian. Yeah, give it all to Brian. How about you, Amanda? Uh... So, okay, so you told me um, make sure you choose a BSA. And I thought you meant like a BSA. Like not oh of the week not oh like a BSA of the week yeah ah well why don't so you why don't you think of this. why don't you do your BSA well, no, the, I, well, you have I, both I would now? say that the best performance was Brian Darcy Dar- 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 James. James so I'll say that absolutely well how about you give us your BSA of the week real quick just because. yeah okay. I'm excited about it uh and I know that Nick I feel like both of you are aware of this the um the cast recordings of the music man and into the woods have come yes. out like on the same day this past week oh and yeah into the woods is is amazing oh my god like love it it's perfect it is perfect nick and it is it's brian so darcy good. james as the baker right brian right. darcy oh, yeah he's in okay. there sarah Borales. she does such a good job i'm so proud of her um and um patina miller is the witch I don't love her that much, but everyone, everyone's great. Uh, and then the music. Man. Oh my God. My good Lord. It is getting slammed as it should be. And me and Nick met doing the music man together. I've done it three times. Uh, it's one of my favorite musicals of all times is I think it's a perfect musical. And this cast recording is so, so bad. Yeah, Nick. I sent you a couple oh. of clips. Sutton What'd Foster like belting the end of My White Night had me. I it's like I don't even want to listen to it after that because I I was. It's sad. It's like I know you hate Kelly O'Hara, but would you have rather seen Kelly O'Hara in that role? Oh, I, absolutely, hundred okay. percent. That's, that's all I need. That's all I'll ever need from you. <laughs> I need a soprano singing. Yes. but also they changed the arrangements of all the songs. Oh. Like Shapoopy, they changed all the words so no. that it's like. Like keys, her shapoopy. Oh, it's like I see. okay, I see. like let's everybody calm down here. It's uh, but it's so funny because if you like look it up and like my algorithm on TikTok is so much about this. Yeah, the, people just are slamming this so much, and it's kind of funny to watch. Nice, I can't wait oh. to listen to Into the Woods. And that's gonna be. Colin, yeah, do you that... care? Do you care about any of this? Oh no, totally into. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Sondheim head. So into the woods, I, I'm, I, I don't know why I haven't gone to see it other than just like a tickets are expensive, and I was like, I, I've sure. seen, in, I've actually seen so many in, into the woodses that like I don't know if I need. I'm not enough of a super yeah, fan. Yeah, you to probably go don't see need it, to. Yeah, right. But but I feel like the cast recording is is like perfect. Oh, it's great, uh, and it's on. They're all on YouTube. Both of them are on YouTube for free. Just the whole thing. Oh. And I, I assume I, and I'm paying for Spotify, so I'm hoping it's on there as well. I'm sure it um, is. But the Music Man, you know, I it it it's it's a musical that I'm not super familiar with. Like I know three things about it. Like I know, pick a little, talk a little, pick, 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 talk a lot, pick a little, little. That's all I know. Uh, that's probably not even accurate. You know, you got and, trouble. You got trouble, my friend, with a capital T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. Yes, yes, okay. I know that. I know that much. I mean, obviously, seventy six trombones. Um, yeah, but I, you know more than you yeah. think. You think you yeah. do. Yeah, Howard Hill, all that. But I, Howard Hill, Harold Hill, Howard Hannah, Harold, Harold How, Howard Hannah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've never seen the movie, and I've never seen any productions of it, so I feel like. Uh, oh, the movie's you know. so good! I think it's a perfect movie, honestly. Okay, stuff. all right. Well, I don't have a BSA of the week for us, but if I had one, and I'm just taking this slot to talk about it because I haven't talked about it 
anywhere yet except with the people I saw it with. But uh, I saw Bros. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. I, you know, I am of many thoughts of it. I think that it is. I'm I'm glad that it exists, and I'm always kind of rooting for Billy Eichner and and all of that. Um, I think it's trying to be and do a lot of things. I feel like all of this bullshit now about how it like didn't do well at the theaters and blah and why why was that and whatnot. It's like it's a romantic comedy and it's 2022. Who's going to the theaters? Is it trying to be too woke? You think? I think that's been part of its marketing. Is like instead of like I keep thinking that like it's not at the same level of bridesmaids, but I feel like it could have been or it could be that level of like laugh out loud funny. And sometimes it is. But okay. I feel like the problem was they just kept marketing bros as like the first major studio theatrically released gay movie and the actors are gay. Like, who fucking cares? Is it funny? Is it interesting? Is it entertaining? Like, I just think that like that kind of marketing, <clears throat> you know, looks good on social media and critics can really kind of like celebrate that and like talk it up. But like at the end of the day, like this movie should have been on Netflix. And yeah. I think that it would be getting mm, a better mm-hmm. reputation yeah, if it wasn't trying to be the number one movie at the box office, you know? Yeah. So there's a movie coming out with Jim Parsons that's also, uh, have you guys heard of that? No. no. It's a movie with Jim Parsons and it is also a gay movie and it's a true story and it's him um, meeting a guy and then the guy finds out that he has like nine months to live or something like that and it's also going to be a mainstream movie. So that's interesting. At the very least, there's more gay-centered movies that are coming out, so that's something, I guess. And part of me also feels like, you know, everyone keeps saying, like, bros is so groundbreaking and revolutionary. I'm like, really? We have so many gay characters in movies and TV shows currently that it... I think when I came out of bros, I was like, yeah, it was cool to see a scene where, like, two guys were doing poppers. Like, oh, I guess that's revolutionary. But, like... It also isn't because of like everything that's on HBO and Netflix and Hulu and you know what I mean? Like there's so much more explicit gay content. And to be honest with you, I I feel like this year it was like Fire Island and Bros were the two big gay movies on the radar. I think Fire Island was overall maybe a better movie. Oh, yeah? I didn't like Fire Island at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you might not like Bros, then. <laughs> no, Bros okay, is, is it kind of the same vein? I, no, I, I, yeah. I didn't like Fire Island, not because of, like, the premise or whatever. I just didn't think that the script was very good or the... But then Nick, like, texted me and said, oh, no, like, actually, these characters match with, what is it, Pride and yeah, Prejudice or something? Yeah, that's right, like my, one right. of my favorite okay, parts Okay, so I, and I don't know Pride and Prejudice, yeah. so I would have, maybe I would have liked oh, it better if I knew you that. Should be, you should watch the Pride, because I'm not a big, like, historical period. anything. Right. Um, a period piece kind of person, but the Pride and Prejudice that we did an episode on, the Kira Knightley one, oh, my God, I got so swept up into that. It's so okay. good. And it, and it made me really appreciate then Fire Island. Um, Bros is funnier and definitely like, I think you would like it a lot more. It's more your sense of humor. I, I definitely laughed out loud multiple times. Oh, that's good. But I, I wanted to leave feeling like, yes, there we had Hereditary. We had Mass right. and now we have Bros, you know, yeah. and it wasn't. 
I, it's not going to be. But I think over time it will be a uh, a, a warm a, a warm familiar face in our streaming platforms. You know, nice. Is is it a good Hangover movie? Yes, okay. absolutely. That's great. a great. It, it's a great Hangover movie. Yeah. Nick, are you okay? Yeah, I'm He's good. Super Sorry, tired. I, I'm okay. <laughs> <clears throat> He's a, a single mommy. Um, He's fading yeah. out. Yeah, so I know. He's, He's got a dog. He's got a puppy. Yeah. So my BSA of the week, um, it's it's been a busy week. I'm playing single dad. Uh, Keon's away on work, and I'm watching Lucy, and uh, I'm a little sick. You could probably hear it in my voice. And uh, But a silver lining, there was one evening. It's like the I, she's she's crazy pretty much all time of day. But there was one evening where she did calm down on the couch and I turned on the great the new season of the Great British Bake Off and it was like so perfect and she just slept on my lap and you know that show is just such good vibes and uh, it was a really lovely evening and and amidst like the rest of the chaos <laughs> that's been happening in the past like week and a half. So yeah, Great British, uh, British Bake Off new season is lovely. Yeah. And a nod to little Lucy. Are you doing are you doing crate training? Oh yeah, she's crate trained. She's like great with her crate. Like she does not cry. Oh. Like she's in there now. She chills. That is the best thing about her. And then okay, it's great. also just like nothing's bad, by the way. Like it's just like I've never owned a dog. I've grew up with dogs and my yeah. parents trained the dog when I was like in middle school. So it's like we're just try we're just getting used to her. And it's like the first week. So it's like it's it's a lot of trial and error and I'm just like wanting to get ahead of it. And you know, it's frustrating and she's cute. What's the main problem? Just like she's waking you up early no, or um, she's so chewing she, stuff? I can't seem to calm her down. There's, there's a laundry list. Uh, I will not, uh, I could, we could talk off mic. I'll send you, I'll send you a voice memo, but uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. but she's great. Like on paper too. Like she is, there's a lot of great things going on for her. She's cute as fuck. I love her. Uh, it's just me trying to do it all by myself is hard. So oh, she's a puppy, yeah, and she's a fucking puppy. She'll be fine in like a then couple it, months. Energy. It'll we'll yeah. look back on this and laugh. But yeah, yeah. There's that. Those couch cushion capes, the the couch cover cape oh, that she was running she around with. To, yeah, she she loves to just go buck wild on that couch. Uh, <laughs> she just goes crazy. And I don't know how to stop her. She it is well, funny because it's like the zoomies, and like I love when dogs get zoomies. But yeah, zoomies are cute. So but cute. she's had a track record. She's done it twice. If she gets zoomies for more than two minutes, she immediately shits like on the floor afterwards, <laughs> and I don't know uh, why. Yeah. And she and, yeah. and it just happens. Like I'm I'm like cleaning up the pillows, and she's like shitting in the dining room, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait until you give her a bath for the first time. Oh, we're not. Dogs we're like we're gonna we're gonna take her. After we're bath. gonna take her somewhere. Yes, for we are grooms. not yeah, okay. going down that route. I would have to put on like. Well, Nick, a you knew suit. this was coming. I did. So it's like I, it's, I, yeah. I asked for all of this, so I'm just yeah. processing it all, and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh she's she's such a she's such she's a, a gem. Doll. She's so cute. Keep sending pictures, Nick. Yeah, I will. Text. I will. I yes. Will. Yes, please do. Nick's over it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you want pictures? You want the dog? Here, just take me. Smoking a cigarette outside. (laughs) Just take her. What's your address? Yeah. Yeah. 
I heard there's yeah, free right. healthcare for dogs in Canada. Yeah, right. How is it for dogs? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I this has been so much fun, and like honestly, you maybe Amanda, you might need to come back before we finish the season because I. Oh, feel I, like... I would love to. I just, I don't want to intrude. No, but no. Anytime I mean, you want me, I'll come back. I mean, may, who knows? I feel like one of those last two episodes. Maybe we need to just like. Make oh, I would love. I would yeah. love to. Yeah, I think that'd be really fun because this has been. The I the, doing Smash has been the BSA of my year. This has been the most fun. Oh, it's great. Perfect I'm just show. loving the show. So, um, <clears throat> well, uh, we we are somehow even on a Smash episode. I think maybe being played off. I haven't decided yet. I'll decide later when I'm editing this episode for being played off. <laughs> Let's pretend we are. Uh, Amanda, where there's many places folks can find more of you, including YouTube. Oh, too uh, many places. YouTube. Uh, on YouTube. YouTube, where can folks find more of you? Uh, find us on YouTube. We love to hate everything podcast. You can also find us on We Love to Hate Everything podcast anywhere you get your podcast. And then we have two, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, freaking Patreon. Uh, Patreon episodes, <laughs> Patreon episodes, uh, Patreon Podcast, shows, yeah. uh, Total Request Podcast. Check that out. That's where you guys recommend any episode, and we will cover it. Me and my best friend Jody, and we love to hate TV, and we're covering Sister Wives, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, True Life, just any trashy TV. So that's it. Beautiful beautiful and and how about you rebecca duvall where can folks find more of you <laughs> they can find me on my other podcast the good vanilla which is a barefoot contessa recap podcast or you can follow me on instagram at nick kochanov and you can find more of me and my other two podcasts in the details a celebration of nuance i don't want to jinx it but like maybe i might do some new episodes this month for halloween <laughs> Uh, but if I, you know, maybe maybe I might feel some accountability this year. Uh, otherwise, you can certainly find me on All Right Mary. Uh, a lot of a lot of our episodes are on Patreon lately, covering Drag Race UK and Drag Race Philippines. But we also just put out an episode on the Huluween Drug Stravaganza, and we'll be covering Dragula Titans later this nice. month. Uh, and I think we're going to put out an episode on bros as well. So I can't believe to. you're still covering Drag Race, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. We could talk about that off mic. Yeah. <laughs> I know. There are days cow. where I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> Uh, um, you can also find me on Instagram at Colin underscore, and you can find the both of us in a best supporting capacity on Instagram at BSA pod, or you can send us an email at the BSA pod at gmail.com. And uh, you can unpeel your peepers because this week, obviously, what's on Patreon is on the main feed uh, because we needed some extra time to prepare for a supersized episode next week. It's the second annual Westons. So Yay! preemptively <laughs> peel your peepers for that. It's going to be so good. I can't wait. I can't wait. Ugh. Um, and I guess that, as they say, is that. Bye-bye. <laughs>